Well, it only seems like yesterday that the 2020 Quick Fit British Touring Car Championship came to an end at Brands Hatch. And now the work is well underway behind the scenes as the teams prepare for the 2021 season opener back at the Kent Circuit in April. And amid all of that activity, WSR is celebrating 40 years in racing. And I'm delighted that team principal Dick Bennett joins me on the line. Dick, um, Happy New Year, first of all, uh, to you. Um, I, I hope you've had time to catch your breath after uh, that finale at Brands Hatch. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was a bit of a disappointing end of the day, but in reality, um, to finish second for Cole and sixth for Tom, um, winning the manufacturers and winning the teams for both BMW and WSR was a great achievement. So, um, And considering what everyone had to go through, with this um, pandemic issue. Mm, absolutely. Now, um, we'll, we'll talk about the, the coming season um, in a moment, Dick, but um, 40 years of WSR, that's been a heck of a ride, hasn't it? <laughs> I didn't realise it so long, but I just, <laughs> so, yeah, when you enjoy yourself, you don't realise time flies. They do, say if, yeah. they do say that if you find a job that you like, you never work a day in your life. Um. Yeah, almost true. <laughs> um, it is the passion that got me involved initially and my interest in engineering. Um, and, yeah, unbelievable. 40 years this year since we first um, turned a wheel. Although the year one, it ran under West Surrey Engineering, Mike Cox's company. Um, but then when we went, that was to run Jonathan Palmer. And then when we went more commercial, in 82, and then we changed it to West Surrey Racing. Mm. And can you remember, with any level of clarity, <laughs> those early days, or was it a, has it become a bit of a, a sort of lost in the, the mists of time? No, 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 it's still quite clear, because um, I've been working for Ron Dennis at Project 4 for three years. Um, very interesting, because we ran Nicky Lauder in the BMW Pro Car Series, Um uh, we ran Harnstuck the following year for two or three races, and then I switched over to take over the F3 team, went on to win the championship with Stefan Johansson. And it's through that, um, Ron gave me the task of selling the car. So a young doctor, Jonathan Palmer, arrived with his mentor, Mike Cox, and um, we went to Goodwood, and um, Jonathan impressed me his first time so he told me, in a Formula 3 car. <laughs> and um, they bought the car, but then lost their way a bit. And I was actually leaving Project 4. Didn't have a job, but um, I wasn't that keen to do F1, which Ron had just taken over McLaren Formula 1, which, you know, obviously in hindsight, it did a fantastic job. Mm. Um, so I was going home then to help my friend David Oxton to run his bigger brother of the Ralt F3 called an RT4. So I was committed to go to New Zealand. Um, but when um, JP rang me and said they'd lost lap time down at Goodwood, they bought the car back. I reset it up and then said to Mike Cox that you need someone that knows how these cars work, otherwise you've wasted your money. So I went back down with him again, and Jonathan went quicker than Stefan had ever gone. So I thought, this young trainee doctor guy is pretty good. So um, they then approached me, could I set up and run the team 
for them, which I said I was committed to New Zealand till at least sort of the end of February, which is what happened. So WSE, WSR was set up while I was actually 12,000 miles away and um, I came back to a tiny lock-up garage, a little A-series Ford transporter that wouldn't do over 50 mile an hour. So wasn't quite what I was thinking, but it was, um, I suppose, in hindsight, I have to thank Mike and Jonathan for getting the ball rolling. Mm. And of course, back in those Formula Three days, if you if you look at the the record books and the history of the races, the names that have have passed through Ayrton Senna, Mika Hakkinen, Rubens Barrichello uh, amongst them. Um, I mean, they went on to to huge world class things, didn't they? How, how can you forget Eddie Irvine? I, of course, Eddie Irvine. <laughs> yes. Yeah. How could he? I hope he's not listening. He'll kill me. Yeah. No, no, it's um, yeah, a lot of names. I think it was 14 or 15 of the drivers we ran went on to Formula One. Um, in hindsight, I instead of being an angel, I wish I was the businessman and got a 10% commission from them all. <laughs> Do you keep in touch with any of those uh, those those names now, uh, Dick? Um, not so much, really. I still get the occasional text. Um, I did get quite a few... Um, text and little short videos when I had my um, big round number birthday a couple of years ago <laughs> and my dear lady Terry, she um, had organised it all without me knowing so I had all these little videos from Ron Dennis, from Rubens Barrichello, um, Tom Christensen, yeah it was um, it was a great night held down at Brands Hatch but um, keep in touch more now with you know, it's so easy on the social media mm. systems, which I'm not a great user of, to be honest. Maybe that's your challenge for, for 2021. Never mind about championship winning cars. You've got to master social media. Oh, no, no. We've still got to look at the championship winning cars, that's for sure. Let's move from um, the Formula 3 uh, and in the middle of the 90s, 96, uh, into the BTCC, which was a, a very different kettle of fish then, wasn't it? Yes, yep. Um, I'd say we did F3 from 81 right through. We did one year of 3,086 back to F3, and then um, we did the A1GP as well for Team New Zealand, Team USA. Um, But then 96, we started with the Super Touring. It wasn't a good kickoff because we got let down by a, a company that was supposed to build the cars for Ford. So we struggled a bit. Um, then we switched to the Honda Super Tora, which was a pretty good effort. Um, then 201, we switched to BTC rules. We designed and built the MG ZSs. Mm. Um, then in 207, we switched to Super 2000, which is then when we bought two BMW um, E90 kits from BMW Motorsport Munich. And that's when we... Um, started to our involvement with BMW and then of course 2012-2013 we switched to the NGTC rules Mm. Have the BMWs given you the most pleasure out of those saloon cars? It's getting across that line, the chequered flag first is where you get the adrenaline going Um, it's a team effort from everyone, from the engineers mechanics, truckies tyre, fuel guys, um, office staff, everything. So, um, But we have by far had the most success with the BMW because 
the kit car we bought was a great customer car. And then, of course, when the rules changed to NGTC, we designed and built the little BMW 125i, mm. um, which was great. Um, won two championships. And then, of course, the first year in with the new 3 Series, 330i, we finished first and second with a brand new car. So I think that set the ball rolling for other people, other teams to realise that it doesn't necessarily, because the championship was becoming a little pocket rocket championship. Mm. Um, so now it's a, it's a good mix of small cars, medium cars and bigger cars. Mm. 29 cars, as you say, uh, with the current, particularly economic environment, motor racing, as we all know, relies on, on sponsors and, and money. How much of, uh, of that now weighs much more heavily on the shoulders of a team principal, uh, given the pandemic, the fact that we haven't had the fans uh, at the circuits for, for last season? Dick? How much of a, uh, not a headache, but how, much does, how heavy does that weigh on you? It's, um, I, uh, I'm probably my worst own enemy. I, I've if you can't do it properly, I'd sooner not do it. Um, so we probably spend more than we should, more than our budget allows. But um, I like the cars to be well presented, reliable. Reliability is one of the key things of winning this championship. Um, and I've always said this thing about the four ingredients. You can win individual races with three, um, but you can only win a championship with four. So... You need a good car, good team, good driver, and a good engine. Mm -hmm. So if you've got all of those four, you can win the championships. And But the problem now has become so competitive um, at some of the circuits, which are quite demanding driver-wise, you've got, you know, 27, 28 cars within a second. Mm -hmm. And, you know, considering all the different makes of cars, different shapes of cars, different engines, it's a... You know, it's a it's a great um, great advert on TV. Mm -hmm. How many of those four have you got in place already for the new season, Dick? Ah, <laughs> you see <laughs> well, what I cleverly did there. <laughs> we've got a good car. We've got a good team. We've got a good engine, and I think we're pretty comfortable in saying we've got a good team of drivers. Mm. Mm. And I can't say any more at the moment. There will be a release coming out, um, hopefully, in the next few weeks. Mm. How much more prep is there to do, and how much testing time will you get before the season opener uh, beginning of April? Um, yeah, brand search April 3-4. We're looking forward to that. The media day, I think, is, from memory, March 17, down at Brands. Um, that's almost like our home circuit, 45 miles away. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've, you know, the cars get fully stripped, rebuilt, engines rebuilt, gearboxes, transmissions. We try and get a couple more kilos of weight out the car. Um, and we are also, right at this moment, building two brand new BMW 330i's for um, Sicily Motorsport. So it's the first time we've sold brand new cars to a customer. Mm. 
And of course, they've uh, they've made announcements about uh, at least one, uh, if not two, of their uh, their drivers as well, which is interesting. Um, yes. Uh, al- yeah. Also, I guess I mean you know within the paddock every year there are changes. Um, team now this year we've seen more team mergers, team partnerships, um, drivers moving seats, and uh, new drivers coming in. How much does that uh, have to be factored into the planning that you do before um, a wheel's turned in anger? Mm, as I touched on earlier, my main strength side is more engineering but we have a good team of people on the financial side and commercial side um and if i got my way i'd be out testing every day and you know trying to dominate but then if you dominate you get um slowed down so (laughs) (laughs) um but it's that engineering challenge that i personally enjoy Mm. but it is quite a a tough job trying to get the commercial numbers to add up at this moment um so hopefully you know we we start on april three and four with 10 meetings live tv um and that will help you know and hopefully we can have fans back watching and hospitality side of things to allow technical partners sponsors big and small to do b2b business mm. And of course, it's not that far off before um, we're having to seriously start considering the hybrid introduction of hybrids. Yes, 2022. Yes, um, our 330i could easily be converted to a 330e. So there's already a current BMW 3 Series hybrid out there on the road. So um, you know, we just changed our entry name from a 330i to a 330e. So it's just a matter of the the cost to find the money to to do all that side of it. Mm. It's another challenge for the commercial team. Absolutely. Um, Just finally, Dick, looking forward to the new season, which uh, uh, we're all planning for getting in the way, as you say, 3rd and 4th of April at uh, Brands Hatch. Um, Crystal ball time. What do you think is going to happen this season? Well, hopefully it'll be a BMW winning. <laughs> Apart from the obvious. I mean, anything, is there anything, I mean, you can't predict the unexpected, that, that's that's silly, but um, is there anything that you can see being the sort of big talking point for, for, the, for the new season? I think the change of some good drivers from different teams will be interesting to see how they perform. There's new cars coming onto the grid, the Sayats, there's another Toyota coming on. There's two new 3 Series BMWs on the grid. So I think, from memory, there's about eight brand-new cars coming on. Another Hyundai, I think another Ford. So it's shaping up to be a, a, a great year. And um, with 30 races, um, you know, coming up then... Um, the crystal ball at the end when it comes to... Round 10 race, you know, 28, 29, 30. Um, I'd like to think we're in the running, but you just, you know, you never know. But the key things are reliability and having drivers who work together and um, keep racking up those points. 
Dick, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure to catch up with you, as it uh, always is on uh, race weekends. Um, uh, driver announcements are coming soon, so we, we identify we've got three out of the four uh, boxes yes, ticked yep. so far. Um, and, uh, Dick, the very, very best of luck. I know many, many people um, follow West Surrey Racing, you and, and your drivers, uh, and I think it's going to be a, an absolutely cracking season as well. So, for the moment, 40 years in, maybe we'll be talking at year 41. Dick Bennett's many, many thanks. 